0: Yes, welcome to another edition of the Senate Update. I am your host, as per our usual arrangement, this is Lab Monkey, and I am joined by Mangry Gamer. How are you doing tonight, Mangry? Good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Always good to be here with you talking about Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. I'm pretty much and, your favorite uh, person, right? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, we have a special treat tonight for everyone listening. Uh, because not only will you list, get to listen to the sultry tones of Mangry, Gamer, and myself, but you will also get to hear our very first guest on the podcast. Uh, now, our guest, he is an officer in Endor. So uh, all three of us are from the same guild here. Um, so we do have a history. We know each other kind of well. Um, he is the head of recruitment for the entire alliance, he also has galactic legend ray so uh he, he did not wail for her um he did a great job of saving up for her and uh, getting her fairly soon upon her release uh, so he is going to certainly get shed some light on that particular team that is tearing up the 3v3 grand arena right now but perhaps most importantly this guy said yes to us when we asked him to come on. So everyone, <laughs> please welcome to the podcast Zoro twenty five from Endor. Zoro, how are you doing tonight?
1: I'm doing great, guys. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm honored to be the first guest.
0: Absolutely, we are honored to have you, sir.
1: Um, I, knew, I knew getting Ray would give me something <laughs> fun.
0: Yeah, that was really
2: it. Was really the barrier to entry. Right? <laughs>
1: that was my goal. I'm like, if I can get Ray, they'll let me Dude, on the podcast.
2: Like- Four different yes. chats in a day. When we decide, hey, we're going to
0: record tonight. Uh, we need somebody. <laughs> <laughs> well, we uh, know, <laughs> well, well, you see, my my idea was if we can, you know, um, get you get you hooked on podcasting, you'll you'll want to come back on as a guest, and then you'll be less incentivized to kick us from the guild. So, ulterior um, <laughs> <Sure. laughs> motives here.
1: I'm always looking for upgrades, you know.
0: Absolutely. Yes. I I, I've always got a a secondary, uh, motive. Uh, you just don't know about them. (laughs) Okay. So, um, let's, let's go ahead and get into our topic of discussion for tonight. And this, this episode is going to be about three V three grand arena championships. And, uh, this is the perfect time to do it. I think we've had already the first week. So the very first round is already in the books and, uh, we actually have already had the very first match of the second round. So we've got four different matches already under our belts, but we have you know eight more to go. So I think that uh, we can perhaps shed a little bit of light on 3v3, maybe give some people some good ideas uh, for their upcoming matches and uh, hopefully help everybody to improve a little bit um, in their 3v3 Grand Arena because it is not a familiar game mode at all. Um, I did want to just kind of ask before we got into the meat of it, uh, how you guys are feeling about 3v3 in general, cause it's kind of a divisive, uh, game mode. Not everybody is super stoked to be playing it. Uh, so let me, let me throw it over to our guest first. Soro, h- how are you feeling about 3v3?
1: I actually really like it. I think it's fun to switch it up. Um, I think if they did it more often it'd be a little easier because you'd ha- be more used to what teams you're using and stuff like that. Whereas I don't know how many, what was it, four months ago or something we had the last one? Oh, wow, so it might lock, have been five. Five yeah. months even? <laughs> yeah. So everyone's rosters are so different. I mean, where do you even start? You pretty much had to write down your whole plan over again. You couldn't even look back at your old arena matches. So I think if yeah. they did it more, I'd be a little more up to it. Um, I also think one thing I think they need more of is more just general leads. I always find myself running out of leaders that for like the random tunes that just don't fit in the squads I have and stuff like that. But, I mean, all your squads are built for five people, so it kind of
0: doesn't work out quite right. <laughs> only so many stormtrooper Hans, right?
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: Those are great points, and uh, yeah, I think I think you verbalize what a lot of people feel about 3v3 uh, as far as what is needed to make the game mode a little bit more, uh, feel a little bit more complete. Um, Mangry, what do you think? Uh, how, how are you feeling about 3v3? Uh, same kind of thing. I mean, I
2: enjoy the the change of pace, um, but it's, it, you know, same, same deal. You know, I pretty much took my 3v3 squad tab that I had built from the last time we did a 3v3 tournament and threw it in the trash because yep. <laughs> so long ago that like it was probably a million million and a half gp and you know i don't even think i had relic tunes back then so it's it, it, it's way different but um I, I was excited about it i'm not gonna lie um it's been a mixed bag a couple uh rocky roads uh along the way this one um i do feel like i had a little bit better of time Last time it was around, like the last time I felt like on attack, I had had squads left over that would have been effective that I didn't need. Whereas this time, I'm I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel to, you know, try to drop as many squads as I can. And I think I've only had one full clear uh, so far, but um, maybe two. Five v five, I'm a lot more confident in. But um, it's been I fun think, though. Like I, I think for all are. Are. <laughs> Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, those those are really good points so that you brought up, and I did the exact same thing with my three v three tab. Uh, I had a bunch of teams uh, that were on that thing from five months ago, and it just it was no good to me anymore. All I had to discard the entire thing and start over, uh, just because you know if they if they keep putting it four and five months apart in between the next three V three, then our rosters are going to be so different that we're not going to be able to use the same strategies. Everything's going to be different. The modding's going to be different. The characters, gear levels are going to be different. Everything's going to be different. So it's, it's funny. Um, I, I do think I I'm more, I'm almost more interested in just seeing what the community response is to 3v3 in general, because I, I'm part of a lot of Discord servers, a lot of the more competitive ones uh, and theorycrafting ones, and a lot of them, the heavy theorycraft people hate the mode. Um, I mean, so much, you would think that, uh, that like, I don't know, that for some reason they feel like if if they were to admit that they liked 3v3, it would be like, Cheating on Beyonce for Whoopi <laughs> Goldberg or something like that. Like, <laughs> I don't I, like the level of emotion, uh, of negative emotion, I should say, in response to the three v three is just so visceral for some. Oh, it's team. very polarizing. It's <laughs> yeah. funny, and I get it. Like I get it. The game's not balanced around three v three. It's balanced around five v five. So there are just some stupidly overpowered teams, and we're and Soro has one of them. And we're <laughs> definitely going to be talking about that in just a minute. But. Um, <laughs> It is. I mean, it's nice for a change of pace at the very least. I mean, you can still be competitive about it, right? Like it it takes a little bit more thought and a little bit more, uh, I guess, fundamental understanding of the mechanics versus just relying on your own, uh, you know, the counter list that always works because it's always five v five and you know, it works because you've already, you've played it a million times. I like the fact that it switches up a little bit uh, every now and then. with that said i think it's only nice as a change of pace and i would not want this mode to be uh super frequent or like every other mode uh or every other grand arena being 3v3 would not be good in my book uh that would be too much Uh, what do you guys think would you would you like it to just alternate or would do you prefer kind of more the the lesser cadence that they're currently going with i would almost
2: like like kind of like a frequent like shorter championships like maybe like a two week championship of three v three or something like that. Because it's it, it just gets frustrating in certain places because one, um you you know, I know we talked about you know like researching your opponent and stuff like that in our you know, GAC episode that we did, which pretty much goes out the window, aside from like in the third and fourth, you know, rounds you can look at what they did, but like first round you're like, Well, Let's roll the dice and see what happens. Right? I did feel because, very handicapped this first three <laughs> yeah. round of three. <laughs> Research goes out the window. And then and then also I feel like um, mods are, are even more influential in three v three because you know sometimes you can in a five v five, you can get surprised by if you didn't look that closely at the mods, you can get surprised by how hard a tune hits or how fast they are, or whatever the case may be. Uh, but Oftentimes you have time to react and like recoup. Maybe you lose a to Maybe you don't get quite as many banners, but you can get through the fight. Um, but in three v three, like there's just no room for error. And and even to the point I know we were talking about this in our Discord chat earlier, an auto deploy is just a goddamn <laughs> nightmare. It, it's awful. Like it, you know, I had one today. Well, I, I just looked at their top zone in front of ships, and I'm like, screw that. I'm not even going to try for that. I'm just going to take out their half half their their uh, their bottom, and then you know, hope they can't take out anything you know meaningful on my side,
0: and it worked.
2: But like, it's frustrating because you can't like that happens in five v five. There's enough wiggle room that you can plow through, even if there's a few really strong tunes that happen to synergize in that squad. In three v three, it's just you're screwed basically uh, a lot of times.
0: Soro. How do, you, how do you feel about the frequency of three v3? Do you want more? Do you want less? or do you want a, about the same?
1: I actually would I wouldn't mind if it was every other one, honestly, but I did, I like the idea that it would be nice if they would switch it up throughout like a championship or make it shorter. Um, yeah
2: it'd,
1: be, it'd almost be cool to switch it up like all four weeks, be something different, like a mixed bag championship.
2: Oh that would be
0: interesting. Yeah. I completely agree with that, and I would I would go one step further. I would like for them to have certain zones on the same map. One be a five v five, and one be a three v three. What do you well, guys think about that?
1: I think that would be pretty fun.
2: I think it'd be interesting. I would like to see how that would play out um, because yeah, I, think I think it would be. It. Yeah, because I—I I mean, I also just got Darth Revan this week on my main account. Uh, no mm. congratulations necessary or anything like that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. how did you get him that so quickly? So. Well, so it really wasn't that bad. I looked up a couple strategy guides, you know, and uh, you know, got it. done. You know, you just got to play with the fear and the uh, the shock. Really once you get through tier 5, it's it's victory laps after that. But um uh, not at all prepared with the rest of my Sith Empire though. So next round, I'm very happy because it's 3v3 because I don't have a 5v5 team for Darth Revan. Um but but, you know, aside from that, like, I, th- I think it would be interesting to see how it would play out because I think there may be teams that you could stack with 3v3. Um, it may run into some issues, but it, I don't know. I, I think it would be interesting because then you have to, you know, choose, okay, well, I need something really hard hitting for this. So do I tear apart my 5v5 arena team um, and sacrifice that for, you know, this? Uh, you know, pain in the ass 3v3 team that I have to deal with.
0: Um, I do, I, I agree with you, there could be some balance issues. Um, yeah. and I, I think that the three zones should be behind the five zones in, in that particular setup because what I don't want to see happen in that setup is for somebody to put, you know, Palpatine, Bastila, and Malik in front, and then Ray and the resistance bros in front, and then the person not even have a chance to get to the fives because those are so broken in 3v3. Um, Right. Yeah, so fives should definitely be in front. Um, And, you know, I I just want to see what would happen. I I think it's always interesting to have new strategies uh, that you have to kind of develop on the fly. Um, That's one of the reasons why I do like 3v3, at least as a change of pace, because it forces you to think differently. And uh, it, I mean, it does reward... People with the right characters, but it, it also rewards people who can think more fundamentally instead of formulaically. So, um, yeah, those are just kind of my thoughts about 3v3. Um, I, I would like to see more variety, not less.
2: A- absolutely. You know, any, any opportunity for increased game modes um, is fantastic. But yeah. I, I do agree. I think either like a mixed bag GAC or even just doing, um, you know, 3v3s more often or or even just shorter ones like i said like mini tournaments um you know kind of in between you know so even if people who hate 3v3 at least you don't have to weather that storm for too long
0: for sure okay so um the the meat of the discussion that i'd like to have uh in the remainder of time uh is about specific 3v3 teams that we've been using for uh this first week um I'd like to kind of go around the table and uh, discuss maybe a couple of teams, either offensive or defensive teams, uh, whichever teams you think would be interesting or useful for the Alliance as a whole to know about. Um, uh, Just stuff that you've either found wildly successful or perhaps something that you thought would be good that's kind of fallen flat on its face. Um, And I'd like to, again, start with our guest, uh, Zoro. Um, since he has uh, the newest team on the block uh, in Galactic Legend Ray uh, tell tell us about uh, about what you've what you've been doing this 3v3 All
1: right, so i've been really mean to my opponents so far
0: <laughs> yes you have
1: it's, it's worked out very well for me so. <laughs> <laughs> um so so far uh, in the bottom front zone i've put ray with the resistance hero brothers um, and then in the top zone, I've put Darth Revan, Malik and Bastilla. And so far, no one's gotten through either zone. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you dick. I love it. <laughs> uh, I um, love it. I love it.
1: I'm sure at some point someone will get through, but it, so far, it's been pretty fun for me to just <laughs> open it up and be like, ah, it sucks for you, <laughs> but... <laughs>
0: Fun for me. Oh, <laughs> yeah. because well,
1: especially the other guys usually are saving both their revens to try to take out my ray because they see I have it. So I think that's yep. right worked out to my advantage too. I,
2: I will I will give credit to one of your opponents. You, you showed me a screenshot of they tried attacking his GL ray twenty two times. Mm-hmm. So, so it's not actually, a TW. That's a GA.
1: <laughs> you know what? But okay, so that leads me into what I wanted to talk about. It so apparently. Because the I guess the philosophy to take out Ray in the three v three is you want to you bring in a tune to Willard she like whittles herself down with her health and then you bring in like a big team at the end and try to take her out
0: um, right because because one of her moves is the, the lifeblood move that reduces her HP and gives protection right
1: yeah so yeah. she gives protection to the other and she like always leads with that yeah. um and she. Like, she always will keep doing that. So basically, people. For, so now that I can see the history, what it is is people keep sending in one person, one person, one person, <laughs> ah. and she keeps whittling it down. But so far, so then it it seems like they do that, and then then they try to hit her with. I think the combos so far were giant reven, gas, and uh, one person tried Thrawn. and I forget some. I think the other one was Bastillas or something like that. So, but so far, she's withered the storm still, and they haven't been able to take her down even at the end. So, um,
0: yeah, it's a, it's a new it's an team, and, uh, yeah. and it's three v three, so she's even more broken in this mode. It's uh, yeah, it, I, I yeah. feel bad for your opponents, uh, but at least they're at least they're trying the strategy that's out there, right? Like yeah, at least they're not research, sitting there yeah. not doing yeah. anything.
1: Yeah, they have definitely tried to look it up and find it, so definitely props them for really trying. Um, I mean, so far I've been lucky I haven't faced another Ray or a a Supreme Leader Kylo yet, so I'm sure once I actually get in a match with one of them, it'll be a little more interesting.
2: Um, And you don't have the ultimate yet, right, for Rey?
1: Correct. Yeah, I don't have Uh, it yet, Yeah. (laughs) I failed that mission a couple times, so I think like I Like you wanted to put
2: your phone I, through the wall, it sounded like yeah, <laughs> <much. day>. yeah. <laughs>
1: I think I have. I, I'm up to three three ultimate mats now, but I mean it's tough because you spend multiple days trying to get tickets for it, and then you lose, and you're just like, man, all that wasted energy. But
0: yep, I'll get it's there eventually.
1: Like, I mean, she still is like good the... without it, so. <laughs>
0: it's like the the macro version of spending an entire energy's worth of refresh on a shard farm and getting zero for it yeah
1: exactly yep that's true yeah. <laughs> except it's over multiple
0: days yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: all your refreshes for three days and you get a zero all
0: right so is there anything so. else you want to talk to about to us specifically about galactic Ledger array or do you have any other uh, teams that you've been uh, using on the offense that have surprised you
1: um, I mean, my offense is mostly the typical teams after Ray. I mean, I don't have a lot of variety, I guess, from what the normal people run on offense, especially with Darth Revan being on defense, which also works out for me, like Mangry was talking about. I don't really have a fifth for my Sith Empire team because I haven't farmed up anyone else for it. So yeah. 3v3 actually works out quite well for me for Sith Empire, but, um...
0: Yeah. Well I mean, and Darth Revan, as long as you have Malik, he's more broken in three V three as well. So you kind of yeah, get the exactly, double yeah. whammy there.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I finally got him to gear thirteen right before it started, so
0: <laughs> Yep,
1: that's good timing. I mean indeed. Worked out, worked out well for me. <laughs> Might actually so, make kyber this time.
0: <laughs> I think you're you're well on your way to getting kyber, buddy. <laughs> I I wouldn't bet against pretty you. sure it's a lock. <laughs> yeah. All right, Mangry, uh, you've uh, you've had some ups and downs this three uh, v three GAC so far. Tell us a little bit about what you've been using and seeing. Um,
2: it has been a little bit of a rocky road, um, kind of like Zoro. Like most of my offense has been like pretty, pretty typical type of stuff that I would keep on offense anyway. Nothing like super like out of the box creative. Most of my like more. Um, thought provoking teams I guess are on defense. Um so I was, you know I think for the most part I'm gonna focus on my my alt account just because you know for a little bit of variety um compared to you know the level so my, my alt account is uh, just crossed the two million mark. Um so it's kinda like mid game um whereas I think Lab, you're around three million and sort you're
0: yes, or five million I'm, probably at this I'm point. Just under 10-12. three.
2: Yeah Sora's just under five I think. Cool. Yeah, so so on my alt account, a um, few fun ones um, that I've really been playing around with on on defense. Well, the faction in general that I've been having a lot of fun with, um, thanks to some advice from um, Rick Astley. Um, and if you are in the Alliance and you don't know Rick, um, you're not spending much time in community chat or any of the channels. <laughs> um, Rick is very social. Great guy, knows a lot about Night Sisters. And if you ask him about Night Sisters, he is happy to tell you everything you want to know about Night Sisters. Um, this is true. And he gave me a couple of good advice at the last um, GAC because I do have some um, decent Night Sisters on my alt account. Um, so he said basically the, the main one in particular is do daka Aid with Zombie and Acolyte. So the idea is that. <laughs> Um, particularly if you have the, the, the Zeta for Daka. Any, anytime my sisters die, like she's just going to stack health um, and then he's a pain in the dick to kill anyway if you have it geared up high enough for uh, the ability where she just keeps on coming back um, and you have to kill basically you have to kill Daka three times if you have any prayer of beating the team. And then Alkaloid just stays in stealth the whole time basically. Um, so you can't target her so you really need like a strong AOE, um, or like a powerful, you know, basically AOE dispel, um, yep. to really knock out that team. Because even if you take out Daka, and you can just get cheesed out and, you know, end up in a draw because you just can't get to accolade to kill her and you can just keep on killing zombie all you want to your blue in the face. Uh, if you don't take out the other night sisters, uh, you're not gonna win, right? So that it's a little bit cheesy, um, but um, I do really like that team. It has held up really well. Um, my most recent match, um, it did. I got wiped uh, in one shot. All my teams, but that was the only time that that happened with those ones. It's been on all my other matches. If they attacked, it's been a, a multi-defense, um, multi-battle defense team. If they did get through. It, it would still hold three or four times. Um, and then the other Night sister combination uh, that he told me about was uh, do a Dooku lead with Talzin, um, and he suggested Spirit. Uh, my Talia is a little bit better than Spirit, so I've been doing that. But I probably should be doing Spirit um, for the stuns and and the speed downs and all that. But but the idea is the way that Dooku's uh, I think it's his lead. It's the leader and unique. I'm pretty sure it's the lead though. It's his lead. Um, yep. Yeah, it's a, there's a piece of it where if a, an enemy goes below 100% health, um, they inflict um, healing immunity on themselves. So basically, they can't heal, they're getting plagued, they get whittled down until they just die, basically. Um, between that and the damage output and the counterattacks and all that good stuff. Um, yeah, so this the, has been- the, th-
0: the thing about plague is that in order to cleanse it, you have to heal back to full. But you can't heal back to full if you have healing like, immunity, so it's 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 kind of a yeah. dirty composition. It, it really is, oh and
2: uh, yeah. So it, and then it, it just keeps on ticking down your health. Plus, you know, you got to deal with the the damage itself from, um, which is nothing to shake a stick at either from those tunes. So those are the ones I've been having the most fun with. Um, and other than that, you know, my my most successful defense teams aren't aren't too different than um, what I have in five v five. So geos. Um, are always pretty reliable for, uh, for doing well in, in GAC, no matter the format. Um, and I, I split them. For those that, uh, this is their first GAC with 3v3, if you have geos, which is, these days, a pretty common team to be building uh, even early on. Um, so what I do is um, GBA uh, paired with Spy and Soldier, um, and then I put Poggle and um, Poggle and Sunfock out on their own. Um, in a separate team. Um, and I have played around with that a little bit on my two different accounts. So on um, my one account, I did, um, so actually on account, what I've been playing around with is Paga lead, Sunfock, and then Asajj Ventress um, under there because of the way I structure my other Night Sisters team that I'm not using her there. Um, I have swapped around with putting Newt as a lead and then putting the two Geos under him and then putting Asajj back in with my Night Sisters. Uh, still feeling out, which I like better. The um, main account I've even played around with, even putting Django in there um, with that, that kind of se- Sep team. Um,
1: I've had luck putting uh, Droidica in there too with those two. Nice. So I you know do as like a that's in the future? Yeah, I've been doing Pago Lead, Sunfac, and then Droidica. It's actually got me, I think, one or two of the times it's got me. Uh, a one or two battles so
2: nice nice hey how about you lab what do you do with your geos it, you know i'm i'm assuming you're probably your main gba team is probably similar to what i did unless you're using them to tank but what do you do with
0: that yeah so um one my my main geonosian team is you know the classic 4v3 uh gba uh spy and soldier um and just rely on the brute to tank um and then I also am running Poggle lead. And that was that, that. was actually one of the teams that I definitely wanted to talk about because it's been eating up uh, some of my opponents' uh, best offensive teams to deal with it. Uh, but what I've been doing, I, I agree with Soro. DDK, or Droideka, uh he definitely belongs under Poggle. But uh, my third is on, on that team is actually B1. Wow. And this team is actually frightening if you think about it, uh, because Poggle is giving the 30% offense to separatists. Um, and he also gives 10% healing to droids, uh, who are attacking out of turn. Um, and the, both B1 and Droidica with the Zeta. And of course I have Droidica Zeta because of the gas event. Um, they both attack out of turn. Um, obviously B1 is not healing itself, but, uh, my B one is Relic Five as well, so he hits pretty hard. Um, that team, uh, I, I wrote it down. The last two uh, Grand Arena matches that are on history right now. That team ate up my opponents, Darth Revan, HK, Seth Empire Trooper, and then the second person that I faced with this particular defense, uh, it ate up their Bosk Boba Django team. And that uh, they did not lose. Uh, so then my opponent brought in Darth Revan, Sith Empire Trooper, and HK to deal with them. So I've been putting wow. that team on the front line, <laughs> and it's been a monster. Wow. Yeah, that sounds like it. That's crazy <laughs> to be tech in that yeah. kind of <laughs> sucking up
1: the Darth Revans, man.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not saying that my opponents made the best decision but i mean from what i'm seeing either they brought in darth revan or they didn't beat it so um i don't know i'm just going to keep placing it until somebody shows me that they can beat it with something that's you know on par with it or worse
2: that's nasty dude uh so i don't really have those two built up even on my main account yet Droidica is farmed up not zated yet uh still need to gear and all that stuff but uh see what i got kicking around probably not
0: enough for a separatist
2: but um (laughs) don't
0: don't worry buddy in in five months when they bring back the next 3v3 you'll have it (laughs) right (laughs) i'll I'll finally get around to gearing my steptroids that's Uh,
1: Team Lab was talking about
0: (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) i'm gonna it's good thing we're doing a podcast now because now i can go back and fucking listen to it
0: perfect Mangry, did you have any other teams that you're that you're messing around with in 3v3 right now um, so uh, everything
2: else isn't like super surprising as far as, um, defense, uh, you know, on that particular account, um, my Padme team is my arena team. Um, so I've been playing around and then my clones are pretty strong too. And, uh, I have some Imperial troopers that are not ideal, but passable. Um, so, um, you know, Padme, I've been kind of splitting up and, and let me ask you guys this too. um, when you guys have Padme, how are you splitting her up in three v three? In particular, I'm interested to see what you guys do with GK, um, because because I know he has a a lead that's got some interesting stuff for three v three. Depending on how you you place it, and you know, obviously you could go with a Padme, JKA, and um, and Snips, which is what I do typically um, for a three v three attack. Um, but what are you guys doing with GK?
0: Sora, why don't you tackle this one?
1: Um. So I kind of, I've been switching it depending on which team I want to take out. So like I talked to it with Lab a couple of times, but like if I'm, so if my opponent has Padme, JKA, and GK in there, um, I took in my Padme, Ahsoka, and JKA. And it seemed to work out pretty well, really. Um, Fair enough.
2: Then the I taunt and then you know merc the other two, and then
1: yeah, because that way you can keep clearing the taunt off with the Soka, and then you can um, concentrate on Anakin or Padme, whichever one you get to can get the big hit on. So, um, as long as your Anakin lives, you're in good shape, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it gets a little dicey, but yeah, yeah. I've actually I think I switched after that that one to actually using Jedi and to take out Padme's, but. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's kind of, Ahsoka and GK have kind of been an odd man out almost because of that. So, like, I've been switching them, and then, um, like, if I have Ahsoka left, I'll put her with Bastilla and um, okay. and maybe Hermit Yoda or, uh, like, Ezra, depending how offensive I want to get. Um, I've only used, I used the GK lead once, but I don't know his lead well enough to really use it too well, I guess, but. I won with it, but
2: that <laughs> <It> one's <was> dicey. <laughs> I remember the last 3v3 tournament, you uh, you and I were talking Zoro about, um, like, I think you had played around with the defense, with GK lead, because of that. There's like an ability, basically, where um, yeah, I forget the exact verbiage, but I think it's if a, a, um, a healer uses a healing ability, basically, uh, it generates another attack, basically. Um, yeah.
1: Something
2: like that yeah so i've been tempted yeah. to try that uh but i've also been hesitant because I, i've been kind of playing with the same philosophy i do with few uh 5v5 where um i tend to like to bring my jedi and my uh padme team as well as like cls on offense um, just because it allows you so much flexibility with how you want to arrange your tunes um to attack so I've been tempted to try that on defense of of putting GK because I do have a decent Barris on my uh Alta Count G twelve and Zed. Um so put like a GK and Barris. Um, but I've been see, footing around too much, so maybe I should just stop doing that. <laughs> and just just try just it. Try it out. It. Yeah. Screw <laughs> it. Uh just sack up, Mangry, you know, is go it, for it. Is
1: Rex the third one that usually goes in there? I forget.
2: I th- I think it is. Um and I think that's around uh like the attack uh there there's some verbiage in there on the GK's
0: kit about yeah. um what happens with attackers. But um if you're if you're putting that on defense, I've heard that Watt as the third can make it very nasty. Uh, it's just like a yeah. pure yeah, timeout yeah, team. I mean, yeah, Our GK, GK Bar- yeah. Z Barris and Watt.
2: Yeah. yeah. That sounds like Call. fun. Yeah, think about yeah. how
0: annoying that would be, and and the type of team you would have to use to take it out. Uh, have to yeah. That
1: one, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even matter really if, uh well, as long as your your Watts Zated, because he goes first, right? Unless Han yes. is attacking. Um, yeah. So it, even if he gets murked real quick, as long as he throws that stack of armor on there, you know, you're you're good.
0: Yep. it would it it does get significantly better when watt is seven star or g thirteen or whatever but yeah i'm i'm quite sure that even at four stars as long as he was zeta that would be an irritating a f team to uh to have to deal with yep i think i think the issue of where g k and ahsoka and everything goes is i mean there's if anybody tells you that there's one right way to do that they don't understand this game um i think <laughs> because uh, there's so many different ways and combinations to put them in the teams. And um, it just offense and GAC, especially an unknown type of GAC, like three V three is all about flexibility. Like you yeah. have to be able to go down your second and third, you know, plans, especially if you, you know, heaven forbid, if you lose um, one of your, um, one of your battles, then you really have to kind of go to, to plan C. Um and uh, it's the more flexibility that you can have on offense, the, the better equipped you're going to be able to deal with, you know, whatever your opponent decides to set. So um, I've, my, my Ahsoka decision is even murkier than Zoro's because I have General Anakin, um, and she goes really well with him as a two-man squad on offense. And uh, I also do what, uh, what you were saying, Mangry, sometimes is it, I put Ahsoka... You know, if she doesn't fit anywhere else, I'll put her under Bastila. Uh, since she's relict for me, I'll put her under Bastila for some extra oomph, and put in Hermit Yoda, and that that team will usually give me fifty-four banners as well. So, okay, uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of different ways to to go about uh, splitting up your Galactic Republic team for sure, and uh, um, I don't think there's one right way to do it. All
2: right, well. That, uh... That's interesting to see how you guys are approaching that too, because that—that's always the conundrum for me—is how to split up all—all of that, as well as clones to a degree. Um, But those are a little bit more straightforward, Um, you know, of of splitting those up. But again, I—I keep those on offense typically to just a bit flexible
0: so um i did want to cover one other faction specifically uh that i've been looking at using a little bit differently in this 3v3 that might give some people some ideas um well i already mentioned the Poggle b1 and Droidica team that's just nasty on defense obviously if you have a separatist team um the the other team that you want to to end up putting on defense would be general grievous b2 and magna um that particular team has eaten up my opponents, Jedi Knight, Revan, uh, Yoda, Jolie trio, uh, both times that I've said it. So, um, and I mean, that's probably what I would do uh, when I was, when I would uh, be on offense as well. So uh, makes sense. Um, but um, so, so that's, that's kind of what I've been doing with separatists. Um, but rebels have been a, a kind of in a weird position for me. Um, uh, specifically because in 5v5, uh, my C3PO has a home either with Padme if I'm trying to kill a Malik, or um, he really likes to go with JTR as my fifth. Um, he speeds up BB8 even more, um, and he gives a lot more control to that team. Um, and I every time I've used him, I've gotten full full banners uh, on J- whatever team my JTR is facing. But in 3v3s, um, C-3PO doesn't... It's harder to find him a home. I I actually spoke to a couple other people in the alliance, and they were saying the same thing. Like, I'm not quite sure what to do with 3PO. Because, um, mm. I mean, think about it. JTR, I mean, she, she's going to have BB-8 in the team. And then R2 is a good third. Um, Finn is a good third. Resistance Trooper is a good third. You don't... I mean... 3PO can go in there, but there are some other characters that kind of don't have a home. They're kind of odd man out if you end up going that way. Um, and then with Rebels, uh, obviously the the mainstay is CLS, Han and Chewie, right? So there's no room for 3PO on that team. Right. Um, so, and of course, Padme, Galactic Republic, you've got either Padme, Anakin, and GK, or you've got Padme, Anakin, and Snips. You're not putting 3 P on that team either. So where do you put them? What do you do with them? Um, so this is kind of what I decided to do the last two rounds, um, and it's, it's actually worked out pretty well for me. So, um, I have been putting him on defense with CLS lead and R2, um, And my R2 is Relic, and the other two are are G12 in that team, Um, just to give some context. But uh, I put it in the back um, because most people don't expect Rebels to be on defense, um, and it gives them something unfamiliar to have to deal with. Um, And so far, the the two responses that I've gotten to it uh, have been a JTR BB-8 R2 team against it that did not win. And actually... It ended up being the, uh, the lone team that my opponent did not clear in that zone, so it held the line for me. My opponent didn't really have anybody else to use against it, which is kind of the point, right? Um, and then in the second round, uh, that particular team ate up a, uh, an opponent's CLS trio, so they took in CLS Han and Chewie um, and beat it, so... Um, I figure if I'm using 3PO, CLS, and R2 and getting their CLS Trio in return, that's a pretty good trade as well. Yeah, that is a good trade. So the only thing, the reason that I'm doing that is because, um, obviously, the 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 obvious question is, well, what do you do with Han and Chewie then? Yep, if you're exactly. not under CLS. <laughs> um, but the nice thing is that there are two other Rebel leads that they work really well with. Um, for the old school players, um, they would probably have a wedge geared, and wedge is awesome uh, to lead those guys. You don't need bigs in there. Um, I know it's tempting to put bigs in there because of the synergy, but if you put wedge in there and then put Han and Chewie in there, that's actually a nasty team. Um, it's very hard-hitting. Han is going to stun one of your characters on, in the opening salvo. You you have to bring in a really strong team to beat that team. Um, <clears throat> So wedge would be my top choice. However, I don't have wedge unlocked because he kind of sucks as a character and as a pilot. You <laughs> refuse um, to unlock him. <laughs> this is like the one, <laughs> the one shining area that he would be good in. Um, so what I do, um, obviously, I had a rebel fleet team before I got my negotiator. So I put him. I put them under Akbar. An Akbar lead is pretty underwhelming normally, but the fact that he calls random allies to assist um, on specials, and both Han and Chewie have two specials uh, to use. Um, So there's a lot of assist calling, plus out on the fact that Chewie is is assisting with both of them because Akbar and Han are both going to be guarded. Um, That's like a machine gun team. Uh, So even if your Han isn't relict, as long as they are decent gear levels, that team is going to be, again, no joke to deal with. Um, and so just for some context, uh, that particular team, uh, the first time I said it, my opponent used, uh, his Padme, Jedi Anakin, and a uh, general Kenobi to take it out. <clears throat> and the second time, uh, my opponent did not take it out. They, uh, they did not have a team, uh, that was able to beat it. So, um, that's what I've been doing with rebels. Um, I think it's worked pretty well so far, although albeit it is a, a pretty small sample size. But, I mean, instead of just making kind of the super team, the CLS Han and Chewie, and using it on offense as, you know, one team, splitting it up into two still very effective defensive teams that I can put in the back row has allowed me to save another team for offense, plus have a, a nice stout defense, and bonus, I get to use my 3PO uh, where he was uh, previously not being used, so... Um, so let's say you
2: wanted to do that, but you don't have three PO. I'm asking okay. for a friend uh, that doesn't <laughs> have it geared up <laughs> or startup all the way. Uh, okay. What would you sub in for him? We, like, do you think uh, Old Ben is is passable for yes. that lineup?
0: Okay, yep. Old Ben or Ezra would be my other two kind of options there. Especially if you're past the point where you're seeing if you left your Phoenix at G eight. Um, if you're like me, you haven't used Phoenix in grand arena in months. Um, but Ezra is probably higher than G eight because he's the lone character. That's actually good, um, outside of that faction. So, uh, yeah, if you've got your Ezra, like G 11 or something like that, I would throw him in there or old Ben. Um, and, and it would probably work just fine. Okay.
2: Maybe I'll try that next time then. That sounds interesting. Yeah. Let me ask Um, you guys uh, one thing too. Like, do you guys find, so I know personally, I do kind of a mix of... Usually in front of ships, I'll put a couple strong teams. And then my bottom front is usually uh, mediocre at best um, a lot of times. And then I usually hide a couple teams in the back. Uh, Usually geos are back there, or depending on the opponent, obviously. But um, sometimes I'll throw a different sneaky surprise back there... um, to switch it up every once in a while, but are, are you guys finding yourself doing similar strategy as what you would do in 5v5, or do you find yourself putting more of a, a front line up there, because I, myself, I find myself um, putting in the 3v3 mode, a little bit more emphasis on the strong front line, and leaving the a little bit weaker stuff in the back, maybe throw one strong one back there just as a showstopper in case they get past the front line. Um, a little bit more than in 5v5 where, you know, sometimes I'll just sack a zone for offensive power knowing that they can't beat
0: my back line. So what are you guys doing? Zoro, why don't you answer first and maybe answer like what you did pre-Galactic Legend Ray. <laughs> you're gonna ask me remember yeah, yeah, five months true. ago yeah, because you have the auto <laughs> showstopper, right?
2: <It's>, uh, <laughs> 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 Pretend you um, don't have the auto. <laughs> yeah, I
1: think I, I tend to agree that I tend to lean a little heavier um, defense usually. I think on three v three than I normally do, um, but I think I do the opposite of you, Mangri I put heavier team on the bottom. And I'll leave the blader teams up top because it's the bottom two territories together. I think are worth more points than if they went across the top.
2: Oh, that is true. In three v three, it is. Yeah, that the hard way actually. <laughs> in my first match.
0: Um, so, uh, so, for for me, the the idea is to make sure that my strategy is coherent. So it changes. There's not one set way that I do it. Um, but basically, it, when, when ships are involved, I always start with ships. Um, and the reason is because ships are very, uh, they're fairly easy to predict. And they're very, uh, uh, they will swing the match heavily depending on how it goes. So um, sure. for instance, if I have, so I have Negotiator and a decent Rebel fleet if my opponent only has one strong fleet, then I will put Negotiator on defense and say, you cannot beat this with whatever fleet you keep for offense. And most of the time, my Rebel Fleet still beats whatever he sets on defense. At worst case scenario, we tie. So in that case, I will put a stronger defense down on the bottom because A, that is worth more points in this particular mode. And B, I don't really care if my opponent clears and gets to my fleet because he still has to deal with my fleet. Right. Um, and that's still advantage to me. Now, if yep. my opponent has the proper fleet and has the capability to beat me um, and still set a strong defense, um, then I may, I, I may set a, a bit tougher defense in the top to, to see if I can you know put a, make him choose whether or not he's going to go for the guaranteed clear on squads or if he you know, wants to make sure he gets to that fleet so that he can, you know, use whatever he saved for offense. So, it just kind of depends for me. Um, okay, And I have tried multiple different strategies. Um, and then, th- this is specifically regarding two characters now, ignoring fleets, because sometimes fleets aren't in uh, the, the Grand Arena at all. Um, so, I tend to like putting my stronger teams on the front end and I'm not talking about setting complete trash in the back, um, but if I have a choice, I'm going to put my stronger teams on the front most of the time, and here's why. Um, I, I play pretty much at the top of the arena game. I, um, I'm very efficient on offense. I know what the matchups are, and if both of us full clear, I almost always win. So if I am playing a player who's not as good at efficiency as I am, then I don't really care whether I quote-unquote surprise them in the back or not. I'm still going to beat them on efficiency. The only players that I have to worry about are, if I get a full clear, are the ones who are as efficient as I am, the good players. And the good players are going to think like I do on offense, and they're going to use minimum necessary force on the front zones. And so they're going to hold their best teams for the back wall, if, all, if at all possible. Um, and so if I don't put strong teams up at the front, then they get to save all of their strong teams for the back, and it doesn't really matter that I put good teams back there. They have the meta teams saved. Um, so that's kind of how I approach it. Um, I prefer to put my General Grievuses, my General Anakins, um, my Padmades with 3PO, if I ever put that on defense, I prefer to put those teams on the front wall and make my force, my opponent to use their best teams. And then perhaps their B teams aren't quite as good as my B teams, or even if they are, you know, at least I made them, you know, um, think about it a lot and, and worry about it. I know I, I obsess about it whenever my opponent puts up a strong wall, like what do they have in the back? Maybe they went super hard defense. What do I need to save? And it, it tends to, Play with their minds a little bit and, and force them to maybe mess uh, mess up a little bit more than they would. So that's kind of my philosophy.
2: And, and that is a good, um, you know, important note that you guys brought up too. And it is kind of flipped in 5v5 versus 3v3 um, as to what the more valuable side is to hold. So it's the same kind of thing for me. I've been, I mean, I've been kind of on that front wall a little bit stronger on both accounts um, in 3v3 anyway, but the uh, the heavier side to protect is the bottom because of points. For If you guys haven't added up the points on that for anybody listening, uh, it, it is a little bit different than the 5v5 where the, the ship zone makes up for the banners that you get from that, kind of makes up for it to a degree, um, but because of the squads that you have, uh, number of squads that you have in that back zone, um, it is more valuable to go low uh, here, which is a little bit of a change of pace um, for you know, most people if you're used to the 5v5. So that is a good PSA too.
0: Yep, that's a good point. All right, so um, that kind of wraps up the main topics that I wanted to discuss tonight. Um, do either of you have any final points that you'd like to make that we didn't get around to about 3v3? Uh, Soro, I'll let you go first since you're the guest.
1: Um, I guess first thing I want is do you guys have any specific teams you guys like to use to try to underman
2: the other teams?
0: Well, that's a good question. How about you, it's man? Great. Great. What do you what do you think? What have you been undermanning with?
2: Uh I have not had too many opportunities to underman, to be honest, um, because of my matchups. Uh, if I were to, um I mean probably Anakin with uh, under Padme is a good one for me. I, I mean, I don't have gas. I don't have, um, you know, any of the, the, the high end characters that you could, you know, potentially solo with. Um, I think I had one opportunity to solo some trash in the back with, with Yoda. <laughs> I think, yeah, I forget <laughs> if I did a solo Yoda or if I threw him on her basela just to make sure. Um, and then I think I, I think I did put it on her basela as a two man team. Uh, and you know, I, I myself i should have just soloed it and had the balls to do it but um it, that was a super trash team that i wouldn't expect uh to happen so i uh, i haven't had too many opportunities with a 3v3 uh, to honor man usually in 5v5 you know i get all sorts of undersized victories but um not so much in 3v3 yeah
0: 3v3 is a lot harder and uh I haven't had as many underman victories uh, this this ga for sure as I usually do, but um, a couple of the teams that I've used uh, to underman to fairly good effect. Um, one, obviously, General Skywalker. He can he can solo a lot of teams. He doesn't even need a second. But um, you know, putting in Ahsoka underneath him since Ahsoka kind of becomes the odd person out in a lot of teams. Um, that's a nice duo that I can use to beat pretty much any team, uh, with the exception of the you know the Emperor, Palpatine, Bastille, and Malak stupid teams, where I would definitely bring in a third. Um, the other team that I actually used, uh, I had the opportunity to test a couple of interesting teams due to my opponent uh, auto-deploying this first round. It- um so I had some wickedly strong teams to deal with, uh, but the bonus was uh, it was a free win. So, uh, But one one undersized squad that I went with uh, against a pretty uh, a, a Padme team, actually, it was like a, oh, it wasn't Padme. It was uh, General Kenobi, Padme, and Fives. They were all relict. General Kenobi was the lead, so it was a super annoying okay. team. And that I would be actually pretty
2: dirty. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> So I undermanned the team with Rex lead and fives uh, and oh, okay. uh, yeah, basically the idea and, and this, this is how it worked out. The idea was to just tank with fives uh, as much as possible and, you know, get Rex to get to his, uh, his super shot ability um, and just one shot people um, because obviously oh, there's yeah. a lot of healing and in defense in the team. Um and even, you know, Fives was even getting a lot of bonuses on the GK League. They get extra health and extra defense. So he was especially annoying to kill. But yeah. fortunately, Rex Annihilate was there. Um, So Rex actually ended up dying and Fives sacrificed for him. And, and Rex had to uh, finish the job solo. Um, but uh, but it was pretty clean. And uh, I, was, I was pretty yeah. proud of doing that two-man. I, I think that two-man can take a lot of different teams and can do it pretty cleanly. So...
2: Nice. And that's yeah. almost an ideal situation if <laughs> Rex gets hit, you know, because that's always a dicey thing with three with PVP, particularly in three v three. You know, with that that combo is really easy to get um, to sack in a raid or something like that. But you, you kind of want them to tank in PVP, so yeah, it's uh, kind of handy that Rex took a dive. Yep. Yeah, that's nice. I guess
1: the the couple teams i've i mean i've obviously nest is always a a good one for uh <laughs> soloing some other teams um I mean my nest is only gear eleven, so I put either farm boy Lucas the lead sometimes or put hermit Yoder with her too um, and still can take out some decent gear twelve teams with her um, and then I actually to go back to your rebels um I've been trying out the the c l s um R2-3PO team this time for offense and it does really well too um, but then I've been using my Han and Chewie I've been using them to underman teams because they can pretty much decimate a lot of teams before the that's other team it. you don't get a, even you know, didn't get a chance to go cool. yeah um, especially teams with like Watt I mean I'll take just those two in take out Watt and then I can usually take out the other two pretty easily too. So um so that's kinda what I've been doing for that's about all I've really used for undersizing so far.
0: Yeah, undersize is is few and far between. There's a reason they don't have a feet for it in the three V three. They have that yeah. stupid yeah. fleet feet <laughs> instead.
2: I didn't even notice that. Yeah, that's true. I hate that f- that fleet feet.
0: Yes. Um, the malevolence owners are fine with it, but the negotiator and the rebel fleet owners don't like it at all.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. Cause they keep getting uh-huh. free ships. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Yep. All right, guys. Um, this has been fun and, uh, uh, I think this was a great episode. Uh, Soro, I appreciate you coming on, uh, as our first guest. Um, you did awesome. And, uh, do you have anything, uh, any final words, uh, or any shout outs that you'd like to, uh, to say before we end things?
1: Oh, well, thanks for having me, guys. I had a lot of fun. Um, really love the podcast. This is such a great idea. Everyone works so hard on it. Um, coming up with ideas. They're always bouncing around. You guys just do a great job. Glad I got to be a part
2: of it. Really appreciate it. Man, thanks Good for stuff, coming man. on. Don't don't think this is your last time either. We we got some other <laughs> topics we want chat with you about too. So. mods. <laughs> your your ass is coming back. <laughs> so.
0: Mangry, how about you? You got any anything? Any final words for us?
2: I'm good. You know, I just want to echo, you know thanks, Zoro, for coming on. Uh, you know, I hope everybody has a good time with the rest of the three v three GAC. Um, depending on whether you like it or uh, loathe it, um, you know, if it comes back sooner. Maybe it comes back uh, more infrequent or never again for <laughs> something. <laughs> I'm sure. So. Um, I hope hope you all enjoy it and, you know, just kind of, like, have fun with it, really. You know, that's kind of what I've been doing, you know, a lot of times with 5v5, you know, I want to make sure I'm playing as efficiently as possible, that I'm, like, um, you know, getting Kyber, but also trying to climb as high as I can uh, within reason, not quite to the lengths that, that Lab has, but, uh, but I do try to play competitively with 3v3, you know. Step away and let the cards fall where they may and, uh, you know, just have fun with it really first and foremost, you know, play around with those teams that you don't think um, would ever have an opportunity to place ever Um, droids. You can play some interesting stuff. Um, Just experiment. Um, This is the GAC format to just have fun with and, and, you know, just throw out some stuff to just confuse the hell out of your opponents and sometimes you'll even throw out a mediocre team that will get multiple defenses because um you know they're like oh this is just a trash team that they just threw together with scraps i'm just going to throw in a trash team and beat it and then they fail um so y- you'll be surprised at what will get you defenses in this format so just play around with a bunch of stuff and have fun with it you lab
0: yeah it's it's just a game after all um yeah, I I appreciate both of you guys coming on tonight. Um this was a really fun uh conversation and a uh, special shout out to all of our production staff. You guys are awesome behind the scenes. Uh we uh, we try to give you as much credit as we can, but definitely not enough for the work that you've been doing. So thanks th- thanks to all you guys and uh, and to everyone listening. Thanks for th- thanks for tuning in. Um yeah. Thanks to those uh, guys, too. Is, uh,
2: we got some uh, some fun content coming, too, and, and some informative stuff coming down the pipeline for you guys, beyond just the main podcast stuff. So keep an eye yeah. out for that, too.
0: Absolutely. It's right around the corner. All right. Um, so with that, let's wrap it up. Uh, this has been Lab Monkey, and uh, joined by Mangri and our guest, Zorro. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, until next time.
1: Take it easy, guys. Have a good yeah. one. Have a- Enjoy.